the geese radio talk show i'm your host varghese anthony and today is august 15th 2020 and you know what it's going to be 110 degrees fahrenheit today <sighs> yeah you know what i would i would say something along the lines of oh man can you believe it but at this point i'm sure many people can't believe it out here in california 110 degrees in the central valley Wow. Anyways, this is episode six, and without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into it, okay? Today, we're talking about SMART goals. So last episode, we covered some daily habits that will help you in daily life. Things that are worth doing, you know, maybe it takes a little bit of discipline at first, but anyway, once you get the hang of it, things that set up a good foundation so you have an easier time spending energy on things you need slash want, like going to the gym or getting chores done or getting homework done, etc., etc., okay? So, SMART goals. And I'm not talking SMART as in, hey, you know, like, that's a good idea. That's a SMART goal. No, I mean SMART as in an acronym. And we'll get to the acronym in a bit. But a little bit about SMART goals. SMART goals help you out, and they're effective because it takes that big goal that you set out to do, and it breaks it down into little steps that you can achieve day-to-day and week-to-week. The end result is that you stay motivated because you are still setting and hitting goals, uh, but by the end of your set time, whatever it is, you've achieved that big goal that you set out to do in the first place. And the whole time that you've been working on that goal, you've also set up these good habits in the background just by setting out to do whatever it is you wanted to do. So here's a good breakdown. Let me give you an example of how this works. And uh, we're going to start with a classic example, weight loss. So a lot of people know the feeling of that New Year's resolution, right? It's December 31st. You set out to work out and lose weight. January 1st comes around and the gyms are packed. You're feeling motivated. You're feeling good. But by March, the gym starts to look empty again and maybe you stop going or, you know, something happens, you give up. And, uh, you know, we all wait till December again and uh, start again. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't know where you guys are at if you're listening to this, but go ahead and take out a pencil and a paper or if you don't have access to that, pull up a notes app on your phone and write this next part down. It's important and I, I promise it'll help you. Okay, so... Go ahead, take it out, pencil, paper, pen, paper, you know, notes, app, whatever you're doing. So the what we're writing out is SMART and what it stands for. SMART goals stands for the following. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So once again, SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and time-based so how does it work what do those words mean okay let's stick with the same weight loss example one of the big reasons people fail to stick to their goals is that it is just too vague when you say lose weight what is the mission 
You may see some change or no change and then get discouraged, right? Because you just kind of said, well, I want to lose weight or I want to look better um, or I want to feel good about, you know, about myself. They're all good ideas, but they're just not very specific. They're just vague. So the S in SMART stands for specific. So let's take this example. Let's slowly start turning it into a SMART goal, okay? So instead of that generic goal of I want to lose weight, we'll specify the goal. Let's say this. Let's say I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, now we have a clear goal. We know exactly what we are trying to achieve. 10 pounds lost, right? Okay, so next we have measurable. Um, and this ties in with the first goal. The M in SMART stands for measurable. So it ties in with the first goal because we don't want to start setting goals without a clear method of measurement. Everything from money to weight to anything else that you guys are setting out to do, make sure that you have some form of uh, some method of measuring that goal. Otherwise, you know, it's just... It's just you're, you essentially you'd be wasting your time because you really have no idea to gauge how you're doing. Are you doing good? Are you doing bad? How would you know if you didn't have a way to measure? So it's important that whatever goal we set, we have a clear method of measurement. So in our example, we, we do have a measurable goal. We are going to be measuring our weight. So, you know, we could check that off as well. Now comes the A in SMART, the letter A. So that stands for attainable. So notice when I started making the goal specific, I didn't say something like I want to lose 50 pounds. I didn't even say something like I want to lose 20 pounds, you know, which is kind of where people normally start. They want, you know, 20 to 25 pounds gone. But I started with somewhat of a small amount, 10 pounds, right? So you do not want to set unattainable goals because you will, like, immediately feel discouraged to uh, uh, pursue your goal. And uh, it, it's just common. You just don't feel the, the drive anymore when it, when it seems too monumental. You know, when you say, I want to lose 50 pounds, and then say a week goes by, you just lose one, and then you think about, oh, man, I got 49 more to go. This is, this is starting to look a little... A little hard now now keep in mind this does not mean that you can't have big goals or ambitious ones of that it just means that you should look at where you are in your journey right now and set a goal that best fits where you are so for someone who's just getting into exercising 10 pounds is just right um, so for example like I said we're gonna assume we're just somebody that hasn't really gone to the gym um, so we're going to say, hey, 10 pounds, okay? We're going to start light. We're going to start easy. And 10 pounds is a very attainable goal. So relating to that is relevance, the R in SMART, right? Science for relevance. The goal has to be relevant to what you're trying to do in life at that moment. It's something that you have to, if it, you know, if it's something that you have to go completely out of your way to obtain, chances are you won't go out of your, out of your way to do it. So, you know, for many, exercise and weight loss is relevant because there are usually um, underlying motivations like wanting to have a healthier heart or wanting to keep up with uh, one's kids or being able to climb a set of stairs without running out of breath. So let's say for our example, 
we're an individual that we have a family, we have kids and a dog and an office job, and we really want to be able to play with the kids and walk the dog. And since we're sitting in the office so much, maybe we would like to have a little bit more energy when we get out of work so we can do things like, you know, exercising or or um, maybe do the gardening, cook, clean, whatever it is. So exercising is relevant to us in this situation because um, working out and losing some weight helps with all those things. It helps you have more energy and it helps you keep up with the kids because you have more uh, cardiovascular endurance. It helps you walk the dog. Um, and uh, it certainly gives you something to do after that office job that you're spending so much time sitting around at. So, this in this example, we've found some, some way, you know, it's relevant to us. Now, uh, keep in mind, not everything is going to seem relevant. It doesn't mean to just come up with a, with a justification. But, you know, it, all the R is standing for, all it means by relevance is just make sure that it is something that you have a why for. You don't want to start anything in life, really, but especially these goals. You don't want to start it without knowing why you want to do it. Because if it's not a good reason, if you don't really have a strong reason, then it's just not going to be worth your time. You'd, in fact, just be wasting your time. Um, and a good way to think about what is a good reason to to start something is think about why think about that reason but also think pay attention to what you're what you're thinking about when you're saying so for say for example for this gym thing that we're doing right now say you started as somebody that's like hey i just want to look good for the beach right and that's just your underlying motivation but think about yourself uh maybe a month in uh to working out and if you said, I want to look good at the beach, if you said that at your lowest point when you feel like you just don't want to do it anymore, if you said that line to yourself, would you be motivated to get back up and start doing whatever it is that you're trying to do? If you can, if it does work, then absolutely, that's a great reason. That's what we want. We want a strong why. You know, It's something we can repeat to ourselves um, anytime the going gets tough because it's going to motivate us all over again and remind us why we begin uh, in the first place, right? So find something relevant um, that that makes it a lot easier to w- start working on your goal immediately, right? And now we can go on to that final part, and that's time-based. Generic goals are only beaten by one other mistake, and that's not setting a time frame. If you have a great goal and no time in mind on when you want to get it done, then you never really obtain it. You know, it's just always on the back burner. It's never getting enough attention. Setting a time is a great way to set up those micro goals we mentioned earlier. So let's say we want to lose 10 pounds, right? We've specified that much, but now let's give ourselves a time. Say it's January right now. We want to lose 10 pounds by March. Great. So now we've specified a time. 10 pounds is attainable. It's relevant to us. um, And now we're setting a time for it. So we're saying March. We're giving ourselves three months. So, so, So let's go ahead and keep up with that. So we're starting in January. We need to lose about six and a half pounds per month, roughly, to lose 10 in total by March. 
or my <laughs> I was doing that wrong. I was doing that completely wrong. Okay. Um, so what let me go back. All right. So we're starting with the goal of trying to lose 10 pounds and we want to do it in three months. So my bad. What we want to do is lose about three pounds per month and that will give us a total of 10 pounds. Right. So if it's three pounds per month, roughly, we can lose 10 total in March. So there's a little goal right there. We want to, uh, you know, we can tell ourselves, hey, by the end of this month, by the end of January, I want to lose roughly three pounds. And then by the end of February, I want to lose roughly another three pounds. And then if by if I keep it up by the end of March and I lose another three pounds, you know, I'll be nine, nine and a half, very close to 10. Right. So we have that divvied up. Now 10 pounds doesn't seem like a very big number at all because, you know, now we're not worried about 10 pounds. We're just worried about getting to three 3.3, you guys know the math, 3.33, repeating whatever, pounds by the end of the month. It's not as daunting anymore. But we can go further. If we take three uh, three and you know, some change pounds, right, uh, per month, and we divide it by four weeks in a month, we get roughly like, it's you know, if you were trying to be specific, it's 0.83 pounds. But if you went around, you know, you can round it to about one pound a week. And now this goal is, honestly, you know, it's right there. Anybody can, with the, I mean, it takes effort, but anybody can lose a pound in a week. So now we've distanced ourselves from that, from that ultimate goal. We're not even worried about 10 pounds, right? We're worried about right now, what are we going to do Monday through Friday to lose one pound by Saturday, or one pound, yeah, one pound by Saturday. So we're worried about that. We do that per week. And then, you know, as long as we stay on track, we have a clear goal um, on what we want to achieve each week. And then we have a clear goal on top of that on what we want to achieve each month. So we're trying to lose about a pound a week. And then about three pounds a month. And by the time we get to March, we're going to hit that ultimate goal that we set out in the first place, 10 pounds. But check this out, right? So we work each day to get to losing that one pound. And pretty soon, we're losing the three pounds by the end of the month. And so, like I said, before you know it, and this is the beauty of SMART goals, is that you don't even notice because you're working on those micro goals. But before you know it, you lose 10 pounds by March. SMART goals takes the stress and intimidation out of the goals that we set, right? They make these big goals that we always manage to set. And goals should be big, by the way, folks. They're not supposed to be easy, but they make those big goals small, manageable tasks that we can achieve on a day-to-day, week-to-week, and month-to-month basis. You stay motivated each week because you have a target that you're hitting each week. You know what you're what you need to do. It's not generic. It's not I want to lose weight and then you check each week and maybe you lost some, maybe you didn't. It's you have a target. You have a target in this example um, we say 1 pound. So you have that 1 pound to lose target that you're going for each week. And it, when you hit it, it's a great feeling. You feel motivated to start, you know, take your rest day on Sunday and then start all over again on Monday and go for it again. And you build those good habits because each day you work towards that weekly goal, 
towards that monthly goal and then towards your ultimate goal, whatever it is. And these habits become, um, you know, a a force that you use uh, in a lifetime because of those micro targets. You spend each day working on your craft, whatever it may be, and it leads you to forming that habit. So pretty soon you'll be ready to go for something like, say, you know, losing 20 pounds or maybe on a different goal. Right. Um, if you're trying to write a book and you say, I want to write 10 pages by the end of the week and I want to write 10 pages each week because my ultimate goal is to finish the book by the end of the year. So th- making things smaller and more attainable like that really divvies it up. But think about what you're doing in that process. You've divvied it up to 10 pages that you absolutely want to get done each week. Well, that means you're going to be writing some pages throughout the week. So don't you think by the time you finish that first book, right? By the time you finish that first book, you've come up with this habit of just sitting down and writing a couple pages each day. So don't you think by the time you finish your first book, that second book, if you choose to write one, will be a lot easier. Because you already have the habit of writing a couple pages a day. But maybe you can build on that. Maybe you can say, hey, maybe I'll go for a little bit more. Maybe I'll go for twice the amount of pages per day and then write a, a bit of a longer book or whatever it is that you choose to do. But that's kind of what I'm getting at is it makes those those day-to-day habits that we generally kind of find hard to do, but it makes those easy because we're doing it for a goal that's fairly immediate. The end of the week, you know, comes up on you pretty quick. So you're really motivated to get going and start uh, working on whatever it is that you need to work on. So with that being said, once again, smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Think about a goal that you have been struggling to complete Maybe it's, um, you know, meeting a sales quota. Uh, Maybe it's losing weight like we talked about today or going to the gym. Maybe it's writing a book or getting homework done. Take whatever goal you have and write it out on that piece of paper, notes, app, whatever it was that we wrote smart out, right? So then you have that written out, whatever that big goal is. Then go ahead and write out the SMART acronym, right? Write it vertically in one column, and next to each letter, define your goal according to the SMART system. So, you know, go ahead and start with S, specific. Make your goal specific. M, measurable. Make it measurable. Find a method of measurement so you know if you're doing good, if you're staying on track, or if you're behind. A, for attainable. Make sure that you can attain your goal. Make sure it's not too big and make sure it's not too easy either. That's kind of the unspoken bit, but don't make an easy goal. What's the point in that, right? Um, R, make sure it's relevant to your life so that you can actually start applying it right away and start working on it right away. And of course, one of the most important parts that makes this work, make it time-based. Give yourself a time, a deadline to work towards and Uh, you know, break it down from there to micro goals. You might have to adjust a few things here or there, but that's all part of the smart system. You just need to uh, make sure that everything works out within those little boundaries that you set. And pretty soon you'll notice you're just on your way. It doesn't become a chore to do things that you want to do anymore. It 
just becomes part of life. You just have a habit. You'll do it as easy as you breathe and sleep. So, with that in mind, that's it from me today. I hope you guys are enjoying life. And, you know, I hope you guys start getting stuff done. You know, stay safe out there. We're still in this pandemic thing. Uh, Hopefully, it goes away soon. Let's all hope for that. Um, I just had, personally, in my personal life, I just had my first full week of working out and waking up early. And today is my rest day. It is my cheat day. I have eaten clean all week. So, I am enjoying today. I still did, you know, (laughs) wake up early at 5 in the morning, did a run and a core workout before the sun was up. Um, but how are you guys doing? Anybody waking up early with me? Um, if you have any questions you want answered in the next podcast, or if you have any private questions or concerns you would like answered, please don't hesitate to email me at v as in Victor dot Anthony A N T O N Y at iCloud.com. Once again, that's v dot Anthony at iCloud.com. I would love to hear from all of you out there. And if you did listen to the podcast, thank you so much. What's more important to me is that you were able to get something out of it. And if you were able to apply any part of today's episode in your daily life, I'd really appreciate it if you guys could share the podcast with friends and family. In addition, my current goal is to upgrade my recording gear to provide content at a higher quality. So if you want to help, you can go through listener support right here on anchor.fm. And uh, at the end of the show notes, you can go and click on listener support and help out the channel. It's kind of like Patreon, but specifically for the podcast. And of course, um, it all comes directly over here. It doesn't go through a different system. There's no tiers like Patreon does. Um, And thank you in advance for that. Your contribution goes a long way in helping me bring motivating content week after week. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys at that. Remember, write out your goals and make them smart and get to work. So let me know how things are going at my email, v.anthony at iCloud.com. I do have an Instagram. I'm setting it up. I'll give you guys the links next time on the next podcast. So that's all from me today, folks. Have an awesome, awesome day and get stuff done. Goodbye. You're listening to the Keith Radio Talk Show.